Joel, Kim, Booster. And it is me, Mitra Johari. And this is our wonderful little child that we call Urgent Urgent Care. Care. And by child, we mean podcast. And it is a podcast where we take your calls and your emails, where you ask us advice. And guess what? We oblige. We give it. We We give it. And sometimes we take it, but we don't. Not really. Not often. Mm -mm. No, no, no. No, no, no. And frequently we're bad at it yes we definitely uh want to emphasize if you're new to this podcast that we are doing our best to give advice Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily make it good and it's up to you Mm -hmm. to decipher whether it's good or bad yeah we're sort of washing our hands of responsibility Mm -hmm. in this podcast we refuse to take it yeah Uh, if you make a disclaimer before doing something then it can't be your fault exactly you can do whatever (laughs) you want as long as you give a disclaimer that's the first that's the first piece of advice that we're here to offer you on this our 900th episode of urgent care and they said we couldn't do it but we hit 900 we hit 900 today it, it doesn't seem like it but we did oh mitra how are you um i'm pretty good uh you know all things considered blah 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 but I um here I go trying to think of anything to say that isn't pottery but unfortunately <laughs> Listen all of our lives have shrunk a little bit and yours has shrunk less than most because your life was pottery before and it is pottery now and it will be pottery after you die. Yes. Um I got some um I ordered some used books about pottery and oh they came God. in the mail today. <laughs> Um, so what are they about? Is it like the life and death of a famous pottery lass? You wish, bitch. It's mastering the potter's wheel techniques, tips and tricks for potters. Couldn't you just (laughs) Google that? Why did you need to buy a book on it? I just love the idea of like, I don't know. I've been really getting into um, the great pottery showdown, uh, (laughs) throwdown. Sorry. It's like a BBC reality show about ceramicists. And like, it's just like the ceramicist show. I did not know that 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 was the word for you people. Potters. I don't know. Ceramicists. Still still learning the lingo. Nobody cancel me. Um, (laughs) But I just was like, it felt like it would be a nice thing to read it. And I've been reading... um, Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen pottery Confidential. Book? Yeah, his book about pottery. I wish. <laughs> he um, eats a bunch of pots. <laughs> no, knowing him. <laughs> Recipes. Um, um, and that's been very soothing to me. Anthony Bourdain has been very soothing to me wow. this time. Not because, a lot of people can say that. but Well, I feel like... Um, in a time where like I'm seeing literally the same like three foot chunk of wall all day, yeah. every day. Oh, yeah. It's amazing to like watch someone be in awe of the world um, and like think that there's like cool things in every place. And it like does make me a little wistful, but mostly it just makes me like excited. Um, and also I watched a whole season of Botched last week. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're really just balancing everything out. Um, yeah, a it's a balance. Of, you got your veggies, you got your junk. I love it. I love it. Um, but now I'm like full tilt obsessed with the guys from Botched, which I know is evil of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, that is a cancelable offense for sure. They are bad. And I, I know that they're bad. But then I watch and it's like my dog bit off my nose. And now I have a nose thanks to these two doctors. And yeah. Like, I mean, that's that. Where is are good. you getting that they're bad? Actually, I sort of went along with that. No questions so asked. The and only- I'm sort of now reconsidering it because they're I mean, giving people noses i just think about like paul nasif uh Nas- i keep wanting to say nasif but nasif on um real housewives of right. beverly hills and right. i didn't really like him there yeah. but i also like didn't just didn't like the couple of adrian maloof and paul nasif. Yeah, for so sure, for sure. you know might be great. I, I don't really know anything about them, but I just have to, I think my, my prejudice is that if you're running a plastic surgery clinic, I think there's probably something shady going mm-hmm, on. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you see on all of these episodes, these people who are like, I got this surgery done. Like the doctor gave me like bigger tits and I asked for while I was unconscious. And now I have <laughs> horrible back pain every day. Please oh, no. revise this surgery. And then they do. And like the people are like, my, I have a life again because I, I don't have oh, to wouldn't wear a be much of a show shower. if they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what's going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> well balanced. Um, yeah. How are you? Um, pretty bad, I would say. Um, doing pretty poorly. <laughs> I just feel like my brain is atrophied. I haven't had an interesting thought in two weeks or more. Um, I don't feel smart. I think um, I feel I'm like now paranoid that my medication is making me dumber and less interesting. And um, that's a really scary thought to be left alone in your house with that you're slowly becoming stupider, stupider. You're slowly becoming stupider and less funny and less good at the thing that you, the only thing that you've ever been good at in your entire life. Um, I mean, I so think... I come to you, a broken man today on this email, on this fucking podcast. I mean, um, I think like probably, I mean, I, I take comfort in feeling that like probably everyone in at least our field is feeling like their skills are atrophying. I mean, how could they not? So much of it is based on like in-person interaction and like, being in a group of people and hearing if something is working or if it's not working. And like, even being in like a zoom writer's room is like a crazy different experience. Like, I think it's just a completely new set of skills. So like, I think, I think probably the answer is that like a lot of us are going to get a little duller in the time when we have no practice, but then we'll adapt and we'll get better. And like, you're definitely not, I mean, you're one of the smartest people I know. So oh. I like, I'm not worried about Bleak. you getting dumb. Like I'm just <laughs> like, but, but it's like, if you feel dumb, then like, you know, it, we have a lot of time. And I know that like, I've brought it up as one of the saddest and it's been received as one of the saddest things in the world, but like maybe auditing a class or something like that, or yeah, like just doing something that like actually actively engage it. I mean, I don't know. You're not like asking me to answer this question for you, no, but it's like, it's... I know that I feel like I'm getting duller and dumber and like e- doing little things like that or big, big things like auditing a class, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little thing like auditing a college course <laughs> have helped. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to do about it. And it's so, 
Um, it's so it's so weird because it's such an, a specific thing that even in therapy, it's really hard to bring up because my therapist, you know, is like, why don't you audit a college class? You know, so you, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping that it is. This is I mean, this is this is exercise science. But when you build up a certain amount of muscle and then you lose that muscle. Your cells keep the, mu- the memory of that muscle, so it's much easier to gain back muscle that you've already built up. So even now in this time, I mean, this is probably something I've, th- I've been thinking about with regard to my muscles too, is that I'm not able to work out in the same way I was before, but I know that it's all gonna come flooding back much easier um, when I get back I to think that's totally true. Life. But I think, I, think, this- I, think that, I think that totally applies to work that you've done mentally and with comedy and I think also like you have an incredible work ethic so like you're like the the impediment for many people is just that like they don't want to get up and do the thing but like that is something that you have built within you that like I think will never go away so as soon as that stuff is available to you again like it is I'm positive that you will be back at it (laughs) yeah I guess I just like I feel crazy every day like scrolling Twitter and like seeing people who are still being uproariously funny on Twitter and I'm like why aren't why are they able to function and I'm not and so it it becomes like a comparison thing too where I'm just like why am why am I why have I literally not written a good joke in close to three months but this person is just cranking them out at a speed that is alarming you know like I have that Fuck you if you're able to so do that. bad. I mean, that's like a huge reason why. I mean, I also because of like the completely like cataclysmic, depressing, scary things that people were saying to me. But also the the jealousy that I was feeling was a huge reason why I stopped using Twitter because I was like, I'm going to go online every single day and just be mad that like a, a person that I don't know continues to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. I, it felt good to get that out, I guess. And, you know to get that out to you and and bonus for all of our listeners who get to hear me answer advice in this headspace you know and sort of so if you you know if, if it's a light on the laughs and it's a little heavier on the advice today then because i'm in a desperate desperate mood um with that in mind though let's dive right into these fucking calls and emails shall we um yes we've got some updates <laughs> we've got some updates mitra and let's listen to this first this voicemail first dana please hey both of you um uh, you know i'm not gonna choose any order because um i understand feelings feelings are irrational but uh they're valid um this is horse light i'm calling to give an update so yeah i basically followed your advice but like i had done so before her before i heard from you guys um and was very upfront and he said he fucked with me and then um like three weeks later which is today we were supposed to hang out and i haven't heard from him in 36 hours and we were supposed to meet up today and my feelings are hurt and um yeah this is just the end of that chapter and i just wanted to give y'all an update uh thanks for the solid advice and Keep being smart and safe in lockdown. Take care, guys. So, of course, she glossed over the name. I can't imagine why, but this was Horace Light, who was our gal who had a a a 10-year-long crush on a boy, and he only texted her back when they were sexting and she wanted to know what to do. We told her to shoot her shot and that he probably was just not that into her. And unfortunately we hate to hear that we're right sometimes, but we were right in this case. And we were also right 
that hurt feelings is sort of the best way to get over somebody is when they hurt you that deeply. And hopefully yes. that sort of uh, becomes the case in this instance too. We hate to see you hurt, but we hope that it is indeed a new chapter. And you fucking r- cut him out of your life like the cancer he is. Yeah, I mean, I... Um... I'm glad like hopefully uh, this like sort of outright rejection will give you the tools to move on. And this guy clearly sucks. So get him out of there. What a broken person. What a broken, broken person to do this. Um, (laughs) That's all I have to say about him. He's broken. He's broken and he's unfixable. He's unfixable. He's doomed. Unfixable. Unfixable Kimmy shit. (laughs) Unfixable. Unfixable Kimmy shit. Oh my God. Amazing name. (laughs) Save that energy for when we actually have to do it for real. Um, Okay. Um, Mitra, why don't you read this update email for us? It would be my pleasure. Okay. Email from Roomhate. Wait. Yes. Okay. Uh, Re-Roomhate. Hello, both of you. First of all, thank you for your ongoing honesty and vulnerability on the pod. When you say help to the best of your ability, I think you underestimate what that means. You're each insightful, open, and frank, and you've helped me through some hard times. I'm a therapist working from home, specifically from my bedroom. I also lean heavily on my own therapist, who I see virtually from my bedroom. This message is in response to room hate, who understandably needs a space to talk about their roommates during quarantine. My lifesaver for both my work sessions and my personal sessions has been my Bluetooth speaker and a free white noise app. Like Mitra, I place a speaker right outside my bedroom door and turn on the white noise right before the sessions. According to my housemates, they don't hear a thing while I'm working, which means they don't hear me talk about them in my personal therapy either. Hope this helps other folks looking for privacy during COVID. Thanks again. Um, I hate to break it to you. They're, they're hearing everything. Okay, <laughs> They're hearing everything. I do not believe in white noise. I do not believe it works. You are if pissing I wanted, me off. If I wanted to hear noise, okay, I would make it myself. Um, <laughs> it's not working. It's not working. They're, they've heard everything. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do this, but it's just my truth. It was actually dishonest of you, dishonest of you to let me put this update in this episode <laughs> because you knew that I brought, I wanted this in this episode because I told you, I texted you, I told you that it brought me comfort to hear that an actual therapist did this and you tricked me. You tricked, tricked me. You, you, you tricked walked me. right into my trap. <laughs> okay. We're, who, right who into got, my trap. And who here, who here is getting dull brain-wise? I think me, honey. Yes, I created a Saw-esque mind puzzle for you to solve by tricking you into including. No, I think this is a great idea, um, and I'm sure that it works. Said with no enthusiasm. <laughs> no. And for the listeners at home, Joel is winking, winking, winking. And winking. it's flirty. Undeniably flirty vibes I don't know how. Today. I don't know how to do different winks. Um <laughs> I only know how to flirt wink. No, but truly, thank you for this this email. And I guess you guys, if you want to take, listen, you got me who claims no no evidence to back it up that white noise doesn't work or this therapist who has her lying roommates and clients <laughs> um, to back her up. So you be the judge. Who do you want to, who, who do you believe? Me who says white noise does not work or, or this lady. Or this lady. <laughs> Actually, they did not give us their. I'm told, I'm fully projecting. I th- I believe all therapists are female. 
I know we we really I don't I don't remember even the name or the email, but yeah, my therapist is a woman, so Same. unfortunately I am I I'm deciding that this is my own therapist emailing yes, me I'm saying that I'm doing an amazing job. I'm projecting my <laughs> therapist onto this woman as well. Um, <laughs> onto this woman. <laughs> onto this woman. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like one of those things where you know doctors are boys and nurses are girls, and I'm sorry that's toxic, but that's what I believe. That's my and therapists politics. are women. And, and therapists astronauts are women. Our dogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm of course kidding. I don't believe any of those things. Please do not email us. Um, so uh, while I sort of um, scrub that from the record, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll get to your calls and emails. And we're back, 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 back again. I, okay, you know what I was wondering during the break? What's that? they come up with this stuff (laughs) (laughs) how do they come up with this stuff stuff? all the questions and all of our answers how do they come up with this we actually i i actually feel comfortable revealing to the listeners today that um all of this this is actually a scripted podcast (laughs) mitra and i mitra and i have written every single question we've done all the voices and we have we have a huge team of people coming up with the material and and all, every um uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh is is scripted and it is it is an acting choice we have a lot of consultants working on this making sure that you know blah 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 <laughs> that was and that was a that was a line that i labored over for a couple of nights rewrote rewrote blah 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 and then yeah. i said no not blah 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 blah, and the and you know it's scripted that um you know I sort of play with the stuff off my desk and sort of recede into the darkest corners <laughs> of my mind because I couldn't think of a way to finish a sentence. <laughs> no, um, so as is as the script di- dictates, we're actually going to now move on to our very first call um, <laughs> of the episode. So d- 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 Dana, please play it. Okay. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, apologies. Um, in advance, if I start violently coughing, uh, I am drinking a spicy mocha and it has irritated my throat. Um, the reason I am calling today is cause, so one of my very best friends is not on Facebook, good for her, but her significant other is, and he has been shitposting, like, stuff about how, coronavirus is stupid and we just need to like get on with our lives and like he literally the other day was like there is when people are like one life is too many he like said that that was dumb and that like of course people are going to die and we just need to deal with it which I just think is disgusting and has really changed my opinion of him um so i have muted him at this point um (laughs) but i don't know do i need to screenshot it and send it to my friend like does she need to know like how vile her boyfriend is or is that going to potentially damage the relationship I have with like one of my very best 
friends and like I have two best friends so like it would be a big deal if she stopped talking to me um all right thanks for all of your help bye Oof. okay so we've got Facebook we've got Zucker heard he's a monster <laughs> yes <laughs> is that it that's what we're yep. Zucker heard he's a monster it's our new philosophy yeah we're not gonna belabor it um so I think that it's, it's, here's what I think. Do you really think your friend doesn't know? That's exactly what I was like. They, if they're spending any time together during the last four months, then the, your friend know. like if she's spending time with her boyfriend, then she knows that what, how he feels about coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if he's if he doesn't believe in masks, then she probably knows about it. Yeah, because they're going out and he's not wearing a fucking mask. Like, I I wonder like what you can gain from from sharing this. I my my thing is is like I think you do if you're disgusted by the boyfriend's behavior, you need to find out if your friend is disgusted by the boyfriend's behavior. And so, cause that I think will sort of gauge for you. Like, cause if this changes your opinion of him, how's it going to change your opinion of, of them? You know, like, I think yeah. you really need to brace yourself for impact here because it doesn't sound like it's going to be good. Like you're very worried about preserving this relationship, but if you're disgusted at the boyfriend's behavior, chances are you're not going to love your friend's behavior either. Yeah, if your friend is a conspiracy theorist, I think that's something that you should know. And it's something that, I mean, I certainly would have, like, I mean, also, it's like, are you going to hang out with this friend? Like, knowing that she is hanging out with someone who doesn't believe in coronavirus, and also she probably doesn't believe in coronavirus. <laughs> like, crazy. It's crazy to couch it in those terms. Like, I don't believe in coronavirus. Like, as though it's it's not... Yeah. It, it, it's not like polyamory. It's not something that you sign on for. Like it is actually something that exists whether or not you believe it or not. And and I guess, I don't know. Like I, I think that, I guess the question is, does she send screenshots to the friend or does she confront the friend? I don't think you really need the screenshots for this. Like I think, I think your friend knows. And you know, if she doesn't know and he's just only talking about it on Facebook, that's, amazing i mean that's a whole culture that's a story there, that's a whole culture out there of people who are who live a full second life on facebook i have been friends with people for years and recently i recently because of corona got back up created a new facebook account okay okay got on facebook just to see i thought i i thought it's what i wanted and i was wrong it was just sort of the psychosis of covid that brought me to a dark dark place that's but, good to hear because i was considering making a facebook just to like see what everyone was up to but, yeah and you i want sort of i don't think i'm gonna get what i want from it no i didn't but, i certainly didn't get what i wanted but i did see a lot of people uh, you just forget there are people in your life who you just don't talk about serious shit with and for some reason, Facebook is where they go to unload. And yeah. it is, I guess there is a world where she just doesn't know. They're not, they're, they're, they have that kind of superficial relationship where they talk about their days. But it does seem wild to me that you would be presumably cloistered with someone for this yeah. long. Specifically with this, because it's like, it's not like. It's everywhere. I, I could even see a world where someone wouldn't talk about politics or something with their partner. But like with, with this specific thing it's like 
it's so affecting the traffic of our lives. It's hard to share space with someone and not know anything about how they feel about it. Yeah. I feel like, but um, I, I think I she think- can go. I, I think she can go sort of sideways with this and sort of bring it up. Don't even bring up the boyfriend. Just be like, isn't it crazy how some people aren't taking this seriously? How some people are sort of um disregard the disregard for human life like send her a news article about somebody in florida oh my god well joel's been catching me doing a lot of sort of like subtweeting with uh (laughs) reposting of covid graphics (laughs) yeah and so this is straight out of the mitra johari playbook um (laughs) is you subtweet this guy in your text with your best friend okay and just sort of be like isn't it crazy that people aren't taking it seriously and that's how you test the waters because if she comes back hard like yeah it is crazy Every life is precious. They're, they're, like, <laughs> our government really botched this. Then you can say, ha well, you should talk to your scumbag boyfriend about these posts. Then you bring it up. And then date me instead. Hmm. I mean, that's an option. Are you saying, are you in the play that I've created? Are, talking I, as, I'm our, playing our, the as role, Zuckerherd? Or? I'm playing the role of Zuckerherd. Our, oh, okay. Our, our, our so you caller. sort of projected onto Zuckerherd that... Um, they're in love with their best friend. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sort of reading in between the lines. Well, I'm a writer. So actually I can read in between the lines. Part of being a writer. The show is isn't one of your writer's rooms. Okay, Mitra. You can just pitch <laughs> ideas, pitch wild ideas. Okay. There is no season two. Right. We're so, not here to pitch bad, bad ideas. We're here to give bad advice. Exactly. And there is a difference. There is. <laughs> and I, Mitra I'm is sorry. sort of doing that thing where you write a paper for two different classes um, right now. <laughs> she's, she's bringing her pre, she's bringing her day job into our night job and that's not cool all the um, jokes so, that i bombed uh, that that like i pitched today that bombed in the room are going to come out in this episode of Virgin exactly <laughs> in some way or another so zucker heard i think that's what you do you bring it up um outside of the boyfriend with a news article or some other innocuous comment about um how some people are being really um assholes about the pandemic and see from there and if she does it if she gives you sort of a mealy-mouthed response about like, oh, you know, but there's two sides to every story, then you know. You mm-hmm. know that she knows that the boyfriend is this way. And that and then you need to reevaluate how that how maybe it doesn't affect your friendship, but I have a feeling it might. So should we that's that. That is that. And speaking of that, should we talk to our next emailer? Yeah. Let's talk to our next emailer. Speaking of that, should we talk to our next emailer? Me I'll trying to transition. <laughs> I think you did an admirable job. I think like people knew that it was a transition. Um, it had like the cadence and rhythm yeah, of a transition exactly. and then none of the words. <laughs> exactly. All right. We've got an email. I'm going to read it. it it's long. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to preface this by saying it's long. You know what? We've been yelling at all our voicemailers, but I'm going to, I'm going to yell at people writing emails to keep it short. Okay. Um, yes, we could edit it ourselves, but we refuse to. We will not be doing that. And you need I, to do that refuse as Here our listener is, it is your job to edit yeah and i've now show. added uh, roughly 90 seconds onto the runtime of this episode where i could have just read the email instead and i will now sing a full song just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> okay 
Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I live in a three-bedroom apartment with roommates, and one of the roommates is moving out at the end of our lease in late August. The other roommate has mentioned that they want their sibling to move into the newly available room because the sibling is starting at a nearby university in the fall, to which I said, that sounds fine. They're a good roommate. It stands to reason the sibling would be too. They told me that it's not 100% sure yet because the sibling was arrested a while ago. The sibling was a child actor who got caught up in stuff way bigger than them. And it's not clear whether the court will let the sibling move up here, but apparently they usually let people move for school. I assumed that the arrest was some sort of drug-related thing, which I don't really care about. Last night, I was telling my friends that I might be living with a minor celebrity, and they Googled the sibling, and it turns out the arrest was for sex trafficking. And although this person was definitely a victim when first getting involved, it sounds like they were an active abuser by the end of it, based on the news accounts of interviews with victims and the person themselves, along with a confession. Apparently, they're still awaiting sentencing. So my question is, how do I tell my roommate that I don't want the sibling moving in with us? We have a good relationship, they're a good roommate, and I don't want to ruin that. There's a good chance the sibling will get sentenced to jail time, so I'm hoping it becomes a moot point. But we're going to need to start looking for a new roommate soon, so if the topic of sibling sibling moving in comes up, how do I say no while preserving preserving my relationship with my roommate, especially when I've already said yes. Also, one of my friends said that it was dishonest of the roommate to not tell me about this this about their sibling and that I should consider not renewing the lease with my roommate at all. Moving would involve either living with strangers, which I'm extremely hesitant about right now with COVID and everything, or paying significantly more than I'm already paying, which I'm technic- I can technically afford, but really don't want to. Thoughts? Thank you. I love the pod and appreciate any and all advice. Wow, this is heavy. Whoa. We've got another roommate situation. We've got sex trafficking. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of. Um, sibling drama. Fender, um, fender, traffic. I'm thinking traffic. Um, honk, honk, sex traffic. Um, um, red light. Um, green, green light, go to jail. Um, um <laughs> My, uh, or, um, okay, so the siblings moving in. Sibling ring. Sibling. Sibling ring. Fibling ring? That, that, that's really far, but. <laughs> that's what I we guess have. we got, we have we, fibling radical, ring. Radical, radical acceptance of fibling ring. <laughs> fibling ring. Fibling ring. Because there's a fib and crime, which mm-hmm. of course is from the movie the bling ring crime is from the movie the bling ring crime um, famous famously invented by bling ring <laughs> by the bling ring okay so fibbling ring um this is tough i think that you have um i think your roommate was being dishonest i think a lie yes. of, they, there was a lie of omission in this case and they they thought that they could get away with it and you caught them out and i think you're well within your rights to say hey i found out what you're sibling was arrested for and I'm just not sure I'm comfortable living with them and I think that's yeah. really fair and I think you can lie and say it's about the drama it's not that you believe they actually did it it's the drama of living with someone who uh, is a minor celebrity because of it I will say also that I don't really see a situation where you reject a person's sibling and it, it goes back to normal living with that person like it feels like the person who wants their sibling to move in with them. But I don't know. I mean, I would be I would be upset if somebody said something negative about one of my siblings, even if it were true or like didn't, you know, I, I would oh. I would take offense to that. See, that's um, where you and I sort of part ways is that 
um, you care if your siblings live or die. And I <laughs> love my siblings and would care if they lived or died, would prefer lived. But if they did something bad, died is fine too. Um, <laughs> but I guess for me, like, especially something like this, I, I don't know. That's, that is the tough part is that there's, there's very little POV from the roommate on the crime. On the bling I just, ring? Yeah, I just think it sucks that your current roommate wasn't forthcoming with you. Like, I, I think they know that this is a probably a deal breaker. And it's a very Googleable thing, it seems like. And because people found it quickly. Like, And as someone who has to live with a person, you're entitled to Google them. It's not like you did anything violating by right. Googling the person you're being asked to share a home with. I so, got to say, Fibbling, listen to me. You were... <laughs> For you to hear that your future roommate, your your roommate's sibling was moving in and you knew that they committed a crime and for you not to immediately ask what it is, baby doll, that's on you. Um, I'm sort of shocked. And I, I don't want to blame you too much because you are the victim and you are coming to us with this situation, but outrageous. Outrageous of you not to ask immediately. That would be that would have been my first question. I think what they can really do in this situation though is pretend like none of it ever happened, okay? Pretend <laughs> they never agreed to the sibling moving in in the first place and walk waltz into the common room one of these days and go, "Hey, I found um a possible roommate for August." Um because presumably you haven't really talked about it again. So you can yeah. just sort of pretend like it was something. And then if they, they sort of say, oh, what about my sibling? And you can say, oh, I didn't think that was happening anymore. And then I you're thought... in a stalemate. Because <laughs> right. they'll know, you know. But do they want to know? You know, And that gives them an out too, I think. I think, I think it's going to be a really uncomfortable conversation. Because, because you said yes already. Um, but it's one that you need to get over having and have very quickly if you want some if you want to keep living in this place without your roommate sibling moving in. Yeah, there's really no easy solution here. It's I a bummer that you didn't do your due diligence before agreeing. Yeah, we're bummed out for you. I, as much as you're probably bummed out to be in this situation, we're 20 times more bummed out than you are. Somehow, somehow we're <laughs> more know. upset about it than you are. But I we know. are. Yeah, we are. I, I still think <laughs> I still think the, the low-key gaslighting route is the, <laughs> the best way to go of just bringing up a new roommate without talking about the sibling at all. I think and then you can sort of let this situation simmer for the next several years only to sort of blow up in your face down the road, but you want to have yes. to deal with it now. But you can rather than um ending your friendship swiftly, it can slowly decay, mm -hmm. which I think, you know, mm -hmm. you just have to decide which one you're more interested in and exactly. it's that that's your choice but exactly. you have to do all the other stuff that we said <laughs> exactly all right good luck Fib fibbling oh man fibbling ring <laughs> one of the greatest okay oh. um we have another call. A call dana well 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 hi mitra and jojo and mitra love you both equally so much um was just listening to your podcast i decided to leave a second voicemail because my first one was kind of long so i'm going to try and make this shorter basically the situation is i had a really good friend who is now my supervisor slash coworker. um we've been drifting apart for many months many 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 months and i've been really torn up about it because he was my really good friend um, I've been kind of venting to all my friends about it, crying, saying I don't know what I did wrong, like what could have I, what what could I have done? I've asked 
other friends that have been pushing me away, like what I did wrong, and they weren't really willing to talk about it. Um, eventually, they did come out with it, and they told me, like, what had happened on their end and why they didn't want to be friends anymore. Essentially, it came down to, like, a miscommunication and a lack of communication. But um, I'm feeling very weird towards my friends that I would vent about this to because he was actually venting to them at the same time about me. Um and I'm not sure what to think about that, because if it were me, I probably would have told someone crying to me about why they, about, like, not knowing why their friend is no longer friends with them. I would probably tell them, well, this is what I've heard. Um, and it would have been a very simple solution months and months ago, but this has been going on for so long. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to do anyway. Thank you so much. This this voicemail ended up being about the same oh. time as um, the last one. So I'm sorry That's about good. that. Truly, truly, <laughs> truly. Uh, love you both equally. Mitra said on my face, thank you. <gasps> wow. They know now. That's the problem. They know how excited you get. They know it I means know. nothing to me and it means everything to you. Yeah, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what an honor. It's just because it still does happen to me less. So or it's people who are like, Mitra and Joel sit on my face. But seriously, Joel, please do it. You need to be the one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, anyway, thank you uh, for that. Uh, they, know, they know I'm clean. That's why they think you're at. They know you don't wipe. They know why you would don't I? wipe. Why would I, honey? <laughs> She's got a boyfriend she doesn't wipe, okay? I got, got someone who does that for wipe. me, honey. <laughs> her boyfriend wipes her ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, what are we going to call this one? There's not a lot here. It's a lot of friends and secrets and... Um... Okay, so a lack of communication, a friendship ending. Um a, a voicemail that was just as long as the one before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> supervisor miss, slash coworker. Miss Miss Communic. Miss Communic. Hey, son. <gasps> I'm down. I am down. Let's just do it. <laughs> they keep getting worse and worse. No, this is so bad. This is I know, so bad. It literally Dana is in pain. Okay, Dana but it's because pain. it's because it's it's the kiss of death because I blew the I blew the load right at the beginning of the episode. And any time that I do something good in the beginning mm -hmm, of the episode, all the names are trash. Um I think I think we need to just do the one that you said because what I'm proving is that we're not going to get anywhere better. Okay. Um, Miss Communa, Miss Communa, hey, son. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, it hurts. And this is what I mean when I say my brain has atrophy. <laughs> this name. But we do okay. have a real Lady Gaga, Beyonce situation. You are correct in that. We have two people who sort of are saying, hello, hello, baby. Is that something, the, um, something I can't hear a thing. Not, is that the, yep. the mm -hmm. okay. Not cool. gonna, <laughs> not down the phone. Um, so here's the thing. So, I don't think you should, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be 15 minutes of us naming you and about three minutes of us telling you what's what, which is that you, I don't think she can be mad at the friends in this situation. 
I don't think she can be mad. It's such a shitty position to be in the middle of a situation like this, even when the even when you could save it. Because then, guess what? If they had relayed to you whatever the situation is, it's fun. We can sort of fill in the blank. It can be whatever it is. Just because you didn't change his poopy diaper, uh huh. Okay, and that's all he wanted was for you to change his poopy diaper. Um, and, and he communicated that to this group of friends and the same group of friends that you were communicating to of like, I don't know why he's mad at me. The the, he would have been mad at them. So either way they were going to, they might've been able to like solve that problem. But I don't think that being mad at the friends, I get it. I get being frustrated and I get wanting to sort, you're hurt right now. And you sort of want to direct that rage somewhere, but I don't think it should be at the friends. But yeah, it's like it's not their responsibility to intervene when something is wrong. It's I mean, it's like unless they are asked to do so. Like my I feel like my role as a friend when my friends are venting to me is to like be a be a lockbox for that. Like I'm not if if I'm not going to solve a problem on the behalf of a friend unless they ask for my assistance. I'm not going to meddle in their problems, even if they're with a friend of mine, like unless asked to do so. It's not it's not their responsibility or their job. And it and it's unfortunate that they're involved in it. And I like I get why that would be a little maddening, but it's just not their fault. Yeah, I've been in this situation. I've been on a lot. I think I've been on every side of this equation Mm -hmm. and it is a shitty situation. But I think if I were in his position, I would be mad at the friends for intervening. And if I were in her position, I would be mad at the friends for not intervening. And if I were in the friend's situation, I would have done exactly what the friends did, which is just keep my fucking mouth shut. Because either way, something is going to happen that someone's going to be mad at you. And a friendship and so, ending is so painful. And it is. I'm sorry that you're experiencing that. It, and that it he's your is, boss. That is like such a nightmare. But I I just think like continuing when this person has stated that they do not want to be friends anymore, like continuing to belabor the issue, especially when you work together right now. I I think like best case scenario is like you give it some time or something like and and see if this person comes back to you or if there's like a less tense moment to discuss it but preserve your job yeah preserve your job and you gotta preserve those other friendships okay you gotta because then you'll have nobody to to talk to so you gotta um and that's what we have to say about that miss communa hey son (laughs) why are you mad you know because that one that one's sort of like it could go on forever hey miss communa hey son why didn't you tell me that my other friend was mad at me you know, that's sort of the full title. <laughs> okay, we need some time to recover this from this, so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. And we're back! Yeah! We're back. Perfect pitch. Kid. Perfect <laughs> pitch from Mitra Johari. Thank Mitra, you. Um, we have another email. Would you care? It- it would be my privilege. Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. Crisp, to the point. I like it, but I'm mad at them. So, I recently went camping with my brother and his girlfriend, who I'm really good friends with. Everything seemed fine. We were all having a good time, drinking wine and telling stories. But days later, my brother's girlfriend texted me, basically saying that my boyfriend and I were horrible and ruined her entire weekend. I was very blindsided by this because everything seemed to have gone great from our point of view. But of course, I apologized profusely and asked what I'd done wrong, and she told me that all of us had teased her. I kept pushing to find out what I had said or teased her about so I could be a better friend, but she kept 
avoiding my questions, just saying that we had teased her and we were really rude. After all this happened, I distanced myself from both of them because of how weird and bad I felt. Plus, I assumed she might also want space after being hurt. But since that day, she's been acting like everything is okay between us and that we're besties and asking me to text her back. I feel really weird about all this and I don't know what to do because no matter what, I still have to be around her. We were also planning on moving in next to them in the next few months and she said that she still really wants to be neighbors, but I feel really uneasy about all of this. What do I do in this situation? Okay. okay. You're going to love this one. Oh my God. Okay. You're going to love this one. Rumple teased her. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Finally. Yes. One good one. Yes. One good one. Rumpel yes. teased her. Yes. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Rumpel teased her is the, is the full <laughs> name, of course, but we will shorten it uh, in the interest of time. <laughs> Now, as someone who has been teased and also someone who has been accused of teasing, I sort of see a lot of different sides to this, to this situation. But what do you think is going on here, Mitra? I mean, what I think is like, it. I do think it's weird that she wouldn't tell you what the what hurt her feelings when you were asking and trying to make it better. Um, I think that whatever it is, she's over it and you don't have to I don't know I think I think what is weird to this person is that sort of like l ambiguity afterwards and her being mad and then acting like nothing happened but also maybe she was like in a weird mood and like mm -hmm. then she got over it that's what I kind of read it as I mean I don't know but what I read what I read was that like she was having a weird day. She felt like she had been teased. And then the next day she's like, actually, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it anymore. Um, that that felt to me like if I were mapping my own emotional patterns on it, that would be it. Because I've had situations like that where like somebody's messaged me and I've been like, why the fuck would you say something like that? And then like an hour later, I was like, huh, wow, I must have been really pissed off about something random. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. As a sensitive person, I have freaked out on people for doing completely innocuous things. And then I myself have retroactively felt embarrassed about calling out someone who may have teased me for something innocuous. So yes. in my uh, so my sort of reading of this is that this gal is uh, a bad baby who lives for drama, just a little baby who lives for drama and wanted to feel sort of the power that comes with calling out someone and being the victim of teasing. Because okay? <laughs> she knew, she knew that Rumple tease her would feel bad. It would. I think that's the punishment. Is is this this sort of um, psychosis that you're living through of like, where do I stand with this person? Like, why and things are okay now? Like that, I think is the punishment that she is um, sort of uh, granted you, and you're living through it right now, and you need to let it go as well because you also, you've suffered the punishment, and now you can tease her some more. Yeah, I also think. Um, I know I've said similar things in previous episodes, but it's like things feel so big in quarantine because we just don't have a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah. So I just wonder if this is the kind of thing that would haunt and maybe it would, but it's like, would you be as haunted by this in normal times, which doesn't make it any less valid, but it does feel like something that like might be haunting you more than it might normally, maybe not, but just yeah. something to think about. And listen, like, I think for you, the next time you go camping, I, I think you do sort of on a preliminary basis, do let this go. Because I think it's exactly what Mitra said, which is she felt really sensitive about it in the moment. 
and then sort of felt retroactively embarrassed that she felt sensitive about it. Maybe that's a possibility. I think that that's a very good read on the situation, especially considering her, her behavior now sort of making, Mm -hmm. being really buddy buddy and wanting to be your BFF and all that. And so what I think you do now is sort of um, the next time you do a camping sort of event, I don't know, you, you, you be just be a little bit more cognizant of it, but sort of, I don't know, ask her in the moment, like, is this what you meant? <laughs> like, <laughs> say something really nasty and rude to her and be like, is this what you meant? This what you, is this what, what you, you meant? fucking meant by teasing? <laughs> is this teasing? teasing? <laughs> Here, let me tease you for real and then we can set sort of the line. Um, <laughs> but I think you're well within your rights to feel weird around her too. I think yes. that that's totally fair. And Someone if she like, calls you out and says, why are you being weird around me? You can say, it's because I don't know. I, don't, I'm, I feel like I'm on eggshells right now. And I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. So what I say is be passive aggressively weird to her until she asks you why you're being weird. And then you, you can say, you need to tell me what I said to you that hurt your feelings. Otherwise, I will not be able to stop being weird. Yes. I mean, and you should say, you are teasing me for teasing you. <laughs> and that <laughs> is not okay. Oh, <laughs> solved. And problem solved. Next. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> wow, our last we got, call. We got one last call and oh boy, I hope it's good. I actually don't know. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. <laughs> I'm gonna find out along with everybody else. That's Here we that's go. exciting. Hi, Joel and Mitra, but mostly Mitra. Ooh, what does it mean? She said Joel's name first, but Mitra's name more. Um oh okay, God. am I a little drunk? Yeah. Okay, um, one act play. Maybe. Who knows? Um, here's the sitch. My parents are like really conservative and like big Trump supporters, but they're also really rich and I'm in a master's degree and you know, I, I can't pay for myself and I can't find a job. Um and I am in this situation where like I was in a master's program abroad and so like my options are to stay with my boyfriend or to stay with my parents while I job hunt. My parents are really conservative, so they're pushing me to get a new apartment. Um, but I feel like they wouldn't be pushing me as hard if I was engaged. Um, and, like, I feel like I'm going to marry this guy. So, like, would it be wrong to get engaged just so my parents will pay half of our rent? <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, it's eating the rich, right? But, like... <laughs> eating their funds and like helping support liberals like myself is that bad i don't know <laughs> my pronouns are she her um i hope you have a lovely day um okay we're thriving what Bye. oh my god i love this person what a psychopath um, drunk I, I love it <laughs> i love it everyone should call us drunk Truly, um, yes, some of my that, favorite calls. That like for the first twenty seconds of that intro were should be in the DSM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we've got master's degree, study abroad, rich mm. parents, Trump parents, conservative parents, eating the rich, parents eating the paying, rich, like an Eloise. Uh, What's is Eloise? Are they paying for her? What's her deal? <laughs> she Eloise lives in a French hotel, right? Yeah, so she's like conf- Eloise vibes for me. <laughs> Eloise vibes. Rich um, parents paying. <laughs> Elo- Elo- um. Yeah. I mean. I wh- mean, 
I don't know what Eloise is. How can we spin? I mean, I feel like we've got Eloise wrong, but I also want, I'm really committed to this idea that Eloise lives in a French hotel. (laughs) I also just feel like, like it's in the spirit of our podcast to like pick a reference that like neither of us know anything about. (laughs) Ella G, Ella G, no. Um, um, Ella, squeeze them dry, honey. Yeah, Ella, squeeze them dry. <laughs> Ella, wow. squeeze them dry. I love it. All um, stinkers today. <laughs> so this is um. Well, Rumple teaser is um, that was good. That was I think name of that we found. I'm I think worried we, that we have done that before. No, is that possible? I mean, I'm I, sure we we've, we once did a full like almost all rent themed one. Yeah, but, I just had this like. Sneaking thing where I was like, "Have we done Ryan cut this out while we check. before?" Uh, I I think it's maybe not a title of app, so that's good. But I, yeah. I but we actually need to keep it in because um, it's the only good one. What yeah. if? The... Okay, <laughs> we um d- producer Dana just shared with us who Heloise is, but unfortunately, we're not going to share. We're not going to share whether we were right or wrong. <laughs> With, with anyone <laughs> listening who doesn't know who Eloise is, um, and I oh, know, <laughs> <my God. laughs> but I will tell you, um, yeah, we're not going to tell you if we were right or wrong, um, and that's just because in <laughs> a way we were right. To, and you're, you're just going to have to guess. To guess for yourself based on our I, I just know absolutely that- shocked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is um, that? Is that just like, like, uh, like, did you, were you ever exposed to Eloise? No, like, no. I have no memory of her. <laughs> no. That's my version of my Mariah Carey's. I don't know her. <laughs> Eloise. <laughs> I don't know her. Re-Eloise. Um, <laughs> so back uh, to this call. Oh, um, yeah. Our show. <laughs> Our show that is not about Eloise necessarily, but this, but about this specific call, which, okay, listen, we got reamed the last time I was like, don't accept money from your conservative parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I, my answer has to be, yeah, go ahead and accept money from your conservative parents, even though yeah. it makes, I, 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 I would caution you against framing it as eating the rich. I guess that would be my own thing. Like do what you want, do what you need to survive. Certainly. Yeah. But I would not, not frame it as a political act. It's not brave. I'll say no. that. Um, so, but I'm also saying take the money. <laughs> take the money. Always Whatever. take the money. If it's also, available to you, unless they're like, unless, I don't know, how do your parents come by their money? Unless they're fucking like one of those people who invented Oxycontin, you know? Like, I don't know if yeah, you want to like, be... We can't like absolve your parents or anything, right? And we, we can't absolve you of guilt for accepting the money either. Um, we don't uh, like if you want us to to make you feel good about the decision, we can't. But, but that being said, also the money. get in, get engaged. Who cares? Yeah, you that's the other thing. Like, you don't cares? have to actually get married. Definitely get engaged. If Definitely. you're gonna get half your rent paid for free. Get engaged and stay engaged like, for seven years. Truly, <laughs> like there is no rush to get married. You're we're in a fucking pandemic right now. No, you won't even have to start thinking about the wedding. Like you can come up with all the excuses under the world to get to to push off planning a wedding. Just get engaged. You should have like an explicit conversation with your boyfriend and be like, "We're getting engaged for money. 
Like, that's what's happening. <laughs> Love Changes you. You're great. Nothing about but... our relationship. <laughs> we Changes are still boyfriend nothing. and girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> this is you can financial... still break up with me at any moment. At any yeah. at the drop of a hat, break up. But with me. but if you break up with me, I do get to keep the ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't even think there needs to be a ring. I think you, they can just like literally just tell their parents. Like I just feel like if the parents are like, you need to get engaged, so we're gonna pay half your rent. You're gonna have to show them a ring. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it could be like a cutesy, like his class ring or something it's, like and that. It, yeah, it's like it's, it's a toy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he got it. He got it at the Dave and Buster's where he also proposed. <laughs> it was we really don't spontaneous. In COVID. Yeah. <laughs> this is the girlfriend from the other yeah. email. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy theory vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah, take the money. Uh, take the money. Get engaged. Do yeah. what you need to do to Definitely survive, especially get these times. Engaged. <laughs> and by master's program, do you mean an MFA? Not, not a. Drag, is that the same thing? Yeah, I mean it is, but it's like master of fine arts versus as, a master's degree. As someone who famously dropped out of school, I don't know how you don't know degrees, degrees work. Yeah, you don't know. How, <laughs> you don't know how those letters arrange into you know, a job prospect. So I mean, I, I got nothing, nothing to offer. So. <laughs> Nothing to offer but a, uh, an arm full of pottery books. Um, I can I can make you I can I, well actually you know what now I do have a skill I can make a bowl so <laughs> we love that that's something we love that you'll be when the buildings in, burn I'll in be the new bowls. world yeah <laughs> well um, we did it we did we it once it. again we solved another problem we I guess if that's what you, <laughs> what did we do today <laughs> I don't know man I really don't know but. If you would like some, if you would like what you just heard to happen to you, <laughs> then please, please, actually, our entire livelihood depends on you calling three two three three two, three. Three, three, four, zero, three, seven, one. That's, I was trying to do it from memory. Try it again. <laughs> three, two, three, 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 four, zero, three, seven, one. Yeah, nailed it. Call that number or email urgentcarepod at gmail.com with any of your questions. Be detailed, but be brief. You know, we're asking for a lot, I know, but um, I think you can do it. And, um, you know, you might get played on the pod. And if you have any advice that you'd like to impart to any of the people that you've heard today, if you have or special updates. skills, updates, anything give us a call we love to hear from you thank you dana thank you ryan thank you july thank you everybody at earwolf and especially especially thank you mitra thank you joel kim booster la 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 perfect pitch 